Hi, uh, my name is Brenta Konisha Chandra, and I am the daughter of political refugees um, who came from Elam. And I grew up in France, and I'm now living in Montreal. And of course, I am part of the Elam Tamil um, diaspora. Today is uh, May 18. Uh, May 18, 2020 marks the 11th anniversary of the Mulivaikal massacre, which constituted the last stage of the Sri Lankan state-sponsored genocide that lasted between 1958 up until 2009, and that was initiated against uh, the Tamil community of the country who have been undergoing repression and discrimination in a variety of forms uh, for many, many, uh, many decades. So May 18 marks the Mulivaikal Remembrance Day, which by extension also marks the Tamil Genocide Remembrance Day for the Elam Tamil community across the world. So if I had to come back very briefly over, um, over the last months of this uh, state-sponsored um, genocide, I would say first that uh, Mulivaikal is a small village located in the north um, northeastern shore of uh, Ilam, so it's in the region of Mulativu. It became a no-fire zone in the last stages of the war and the Tamil civilians were instructed to seek shelter in that region. So what happened is that many Tamils fled their war-torn region to seek shelter in Mulativu. And despite the no-fire zone, in the last month of uh, the war, between, especially between January and May 2009, the Sri Lankan army uh, massacred, bombed, and fired on this no-fire zone. So within a few months, between 70,000 and 140 Tamil civilians were systematically attacked and massacred by the Sri Lankan army. And uh, we say that since 2009, around 150 Tamil civilians are still uncounted. Um, and um, toward um, May 16, uh, the Sri Lankan president of the time, uh, Mahinda Rajapaksa, declared uh, victory um, over the war. And later on, like there were around um, hundreds of LTT members um, and their families, but also other Tamil civilians that surrendered and that were also executed by uh, the Sri Lankan army, others that uh, forcibly disappeared. And the war ended on May 18 with the killing of um, the LTT um, uh, leader, um, Velipalai Prabhakaran. Up until today, the Sri Lankan government has taken no responsibility for the massacre, ethnic cleansing and genocide that they have um, undertaken. Instead, the Sri Lankan government has declared May 18 as the Victory Day um, and it is celebrated with military parades where the so-called war heroes are uh, commemorated too. The government utterly banned Tamil civilians from commemorating their dead ones and the killed civilians. So despite this, uh, Tamils in Ilam still try to hold um, small events on May 18 for the Mulivaikal Remembrance Day to commemorate their lost ones. But they are still severely punished and these events are ended by the Sri Lankan security forces and there has been even Tamil politicians who have been arrested in the past for commemorating Mulivaikal Remembrance Day. So... Um, 
However, uh, what happens is that the Tamil diaspora across the world, outside the country, can still gather to mourn and remember the Mulevical massacre and the innocent lives taken away in the state-sponsored genocide. So what happens is that among um, the diaspora in different cities, um, there are some large public gatherings that are held um, to commemorate, more, mourn, and remember, and resist together. And of course, um, this year we are in a specific situation due to the pandemic, but there are still different events that are organized on online platforms by different or Tamil organizations. But of course, not everybody has access to these kind of tools. Uh, so it can be very difficult for some members to not be able to come together today. And I also want to underline that the process of mourning, remembering, um, does not imply that you have to be gathered within a group of Tamil uh, people to commemorate May 18. It's an act that you can also do on your part alone or just with your family or friends, but also that you can also do alone. And I want to underline this. Uh, what we usually do is that we light a candle and we eat kanji on this uh, day. Uh, kanji literally means rice porridge, and we eat upu kanji, which is based of salt, upu meaning salt, um, rice and water. And we eat this on May 18 because uh, during the last stages of the war, there were uh, medicine and food shortages. Um, so food, food supplies were restricted. And many, many people went through um, famine and hunger. So kanji constituted the only nutritious food accessible to the survivors. And it was eaten every single day during the last few months. So eating kanji becomes an act of taking part in mourning and remembering the victims of the Mulevical massacre and the genocide. Um, and there are also some people that would even fast on this day um, and others will um, eat kanji at 7 p.m. today. And um, of course, we, we remember the, the victims every day. Um, the community is still seeking justice every day. The Tamil community is still seeking justice every day. But May 18 marks for me a way of coming together, connecting, mourning, and remembering the historical traumas, erasure, ethnic cleansing, and genocide that our community, our people, our families, our loved ones um, have experienced. And for me, by commemorating this day, I mourn, um, I remember, I don't forget, and I resist. Um, and I will resist and I will seek for justice as much as my community by coming together is remembering, resisting and fighting for justice.